Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you big wallies. It's me, Lou Sanders, and this is Cuddle Club. I've been dancing on ice. Well, I've been doing something on ice. I don't think you can describe it as dancing. I'm practicing for the show Dancing on Ice. And I got my lovely trainer and he said the finesse and elegance is a problem. And everyone thinks I'm gonna be really good because I'm roller skating, but it's a totally different body posture. And basically I've got the elegance of Warthog. He didn't say it, but he said it with his eyes. Oh, we're gearing up towards um, Unforgivable series four. Lucky girl. And I took a horse out into the regions and I am, it's called the Honesty Horse. Um, so <laughs> I was in the regions with the Honesty Horse. We did a little jingle. <laughs> I just got loads of people around different uh, cities to tell me um, the worst things I've ever done. And some people are so nice. Lovely to see some men that have got better morals than I imagined for them. <laughs> Bless them. Yeah, really getting over my burning resentment towards men. And I actually think there's some lovely chaps out there. So well done, everyone. Oh, talking of nice guys. This guy's fantastic. I love him. I've read his books. I've listened to his podcast. I'm a big fan of his work. And he's so interesting and he's so nice. And this is a very, very interesting podcast. He's a psychologist, don't you know? And he's an author and he's a podcaster and his name is Richard Wiseman. And I've mentioned him before in my work because he has influenced my life with a book called The Luck Factor. Anyway, here he is now. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? I start with a hello. Uh, yeah, very good. I was just saying that your book, The Luck Factor, you've written loads of books. You're now going on to kids' books. I have. I've just written my first kids' book, which was a joy. And what's that about? Uh, it's about magic and well-being. So it's about teaching kids magic tricks, which yeah. has been done for many years in kids' books, but really teaching them confidence and social skills and creativity and all those wonderful things that come with performance. Oh, so, I love that. And you like to put good things into the world. Is that Do you try consciously try and do that? Well, yeah, you just sort of think, you don't really make the world a worse place. I mean, it's yeah. always already fairly bad, so the the bar's quite high on that one. So it's nice to go to bed at night and think you've done something that potentially might help somebody somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that helps we, you sleep. We were just talking about, because um, you said something that one of my healers said. You said, I've got a healer. You've got a healer. I said, I've got two. But, um, I like the idea of having a healer. Yeah. Do you want her number? She's great. What does she, what does she heal? Well, just sort of energy works on energy and stuff. Because okay. you are a science guy, correct yes. me if I'm wrong. I'm a, psych- a research psychologist, yes. A science guy, okay. I call them. But you have got a penchant to the um for the uh a penchant for the That's a very good word. Spiritual, would you say? Or not spiritual? No, I'm, I'm well, not very spiritual. No, but you did an episode of your podcast that was about 
are psychics. Yes, and I'm quite you, sceptical of them. Yeah, I'm sceptical of psychics. Right. Oh, I'm quite sceptical about uh, matters paranormal. Do you believe in... Well, everything's energy, right? No, you don't think that. But isn't that quantum physics, if you think about it? I don't understand very much about quantum physics. Mm. Um, but I'm not alone in Big that. <laughs> it's written six books. Quite funny to do that. <laughs> I, I understand, uh, in fact, nothing about quantum physics. Yeah. I, did, I did an A-level on physics a Ooh. very, very, very long time ago. It's probably yeah. all changed. Um, physics has changed. I'd imagine so. Um, so I did that, and uh, but I always know I've been quite sceptical about such things. It's because I've got a magic back. If you if you've got backgrounds oh, magician, you see, yeah. you're used to doing little miracles and people going, "Oh my goodness, how's that done?" And yeah. you know that there's a, a sneaky little well, secret. In I'm, I'm going to surprise you here. Oh yes, go on then. I don't believe in magic. What? <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> Although my you just friend... told me about your two healers. Yeah, that's true. No, I believe magic's everywhere. Well. There's a lot of serendipity knocking about, I'll say that much. Like, I said to my friend, we're going to see a rainbow in a minute. It had just been raining and the sun came out, sure. But I turned around the corner and we saw the biggest rainbow. Right. And then every time I think of someone, they usually text or okay. call quite quickly. Right. You must have done work on this area. I have done a little bit of work well, on that. Well, please, please yes. enlighten us. Well, you might. there might be times you're thinking of people mm. and they don't call or they don't text. But we can test it. Oh, yeah. So... Next next week, next seven days, mm. just think of me at some point yeah. and I'll text you at some point and we'll see where those two things... <gasps> there we are. Okay, we can do great. a live study. What a way to get into my phone, Richard. It's <laughs> well, you your phone. I'll just text anyone. <laughs> Have you heard about the experiment of um, rice? Uh, I'll continue. Um, I saw it on Instagram, so that's how you know it's good. There's three pots of rice and underneath you write love, nothing or hate and then you tell the rice... I love you, you don't do anything to the other one, and the other one you say, I hate you, every day, mm. and you see how they change. How does rice change? Like Did one of them become like a lovely rice pudding? No, but it's that sort of thing. Right. I would like that because that is actually my favourite dessert. Rice pudding? Yeah. If I could send love to a bowl of rice and it turned into a rice pudding, I would be prepared to do that. In fact, that's what I'm going to do next week. Can I ask you about your podcast? Yes, Lovely. Please. I love your podcast. Oh, that's very kind. And like I say, the luck factor changed my life. And well, I've you, said about it in a Guardian article and my book. Sweet. It is so good because I'm obsessed with, well, why don't people understand that when they're negatively thinking and that becomes a habit, their life is going to be so much worse for it? It's a very fundamental point. You think most people would grasp quite quickly. Yeah. But actually, I mean, the luck factor was written 20-something years ago wow. now. And still... There's pushback from people kind of going, oh, actually, life is terrible and the glass is half empty. They and, don't want to be responsible. Absolutely. The Guardian article that I wrote about, so it's like a thing that changed your life. And I said, my friend Jules saying to me, I was so negative, she couldn't hang around with me. That was like a lightning moment where, and it took me years and years to change my thinking. Mm. But I read books like The Luck Factor, did everything I could to change my thinking because I thought, oh, I'm a bummer to hang out with and I'm going to negatively affect my life. Anyway. When I did that article in The Guardian, there were so many comments going, oh, nice try, trying to get us into a cult and stuff. And you're like, I'm trying to like, I'm saying what helped for me and it might help for you. Yeah, I think there is, there's a bit of that. I mean, the story behind The Luck Factor is kind of interesting. The original pitch was for a sceptical book about the paranormal. Ah. And that went out. And every publisher in London that it went to said, we're not interested. So I was very upset because I'd spent like 10 years working on paranormally things. Shit. And I thought that's the end of that. Yeah. And then I met up with my agent and there was this chance comment where he just said, oh, what else are you working on? And I said, I'm doing stuff on luck. 
And he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I think luck is the way you, you think and behave primarily and that you can change people's luck by getting them to think and behave differently. And he said, that's an amazing book. Yeah. And we put that out and it became my first sort of big book. Wow. But it actually comes back like so many of these things to a chance comment. I mean, I almost didn't yeah. go into the meeting. We're just going wow. in and I was just kind of going in and say, well, that didn't work out with the paranormal book, did it? And that yeah. was that. The 59 seconds, things you can do in less than a minute, came about because I met a friend of mine as a CEO uh, had lunch with her. She was deeply unhappy. And she said, you understand about happiness. What can I do to make myself happier? Aww. I start to explain. And she looks at a watch and says, you know, I'm quite busy. Can you get on with it? CEO, <laughs> Which... <laughs> more like. <laughs> so I said, how long have you got? She said about a minute. Oh, great. And I thought, well, what can I explain in a minute? And yeah. I started to explain things about, I don't know, whether it's gratitude or whatever it was. And I thought, you know what, there's loads of psychology things you can do in less than a minute. Had I not had the lunch, had she not said that thing, had yeah. I not had that, blah, blah, yeah. blah, that book would never have happened. But this is what I'm talking about back to, the rainbow serendipity, in a way. Absolutely. It's like if it's meant to be, there'll be little things along the way. Do you believe in that? I think that if you keep your eyes open and your ears open and are flexible in the way forward, there's lots of opportunities out there. It's when you become fixed. It's when you go, no, I am doing a book on the yeah, paranormal and that's yeah, that. Yeah, and if, and if yeah. they don't like it, well, I'm going to write it anyway. Yeah. I think it is about, you know, knowing where you, you want to end up, but the way you get there is a bit like a good sailor. You, yeah. you look at the wind and, yeah. and you go in one direction or the other. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Go with it. I think we believe a lot of the same things, or like, but we frame it in different ways. Quite possibly. Yeah. But that openness, that flexibility, I do think sits at the heart of of well-being, mm. not fighting life, but, mm. but to some extent going with it. But it's all in the same thing about the attitude. So winners will believe they're lucky and look for opportunity and then everyone else thinks they're hard done by and a victim and yeah. looking for how they've been effed over. I had that with the lucky and unlucky people. I did about probably a thousand interviews and they would come in and often describe the same life event the lucky and the unlucky yeah. people. But one would think this was the greatest thing that ever happened to yeah. me. And another would go, my goodness, this was terrible. Yeah. So I can remember one lucky person came in with their leg in a cast because they'd broken their leg. And I said, oh, probably not the luckiest thing. And he said, you are kidding me. I could do some time off work. Last time I went to hospital, I fell in love with a nurse. We're happily <gasps> married 20 years later. Best thing that ever happened. Wow. And yet another unlucky person would come in with a similar sort of injury and this was an absolutely terrible yeah. thing. So to some extent, some extent, not completely, but some extent, yes, it is the perception of what's happening to us. Why do victims get on my nerves so much? Victims of what? Well, people... <laughs> Why do like people that, you know, that, that their life is fine, but they're like, woe is yeah. me? They don't annoy me. I feel sad because I can see a different life. Yeah. I can see a different life. I can see yeah. a life where that person grows and develops and is happy. Yeah. And yet they, they seem to be, they've built this cage around themselves. God, that even that is a wonderful way of putting it. That's probably, that's beautiful. Whereas I'm looking at them thinking, cheer up, you can't. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> but actually, if I'm my best self, that's what I'm thinking. And also because I think I've changed my life. I'm still negative a lot of the time. Don't get me wrong. I haven't like done a 380, but. 360? Three, I think it's 360, but like a yeah. 380. 360 plus 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's turning right the way around. It's almost coming back again. I That's see you 360. Great. I raise you 380. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I sort of think I'm so glad I did it and I do want them to do the others. But yeah, and then there's a negative reaction to them. So that's still negative. Oh dear, there's always work to be done. <laughs> but I think even, even that, just seeing hope. Uh, yeah. in, in difficult situations is an astonishing skill 
Yeah. And I suspect animals don't have that skill. But, but we have this astonishing ability to think that the world will be better, that our lives will be better in the future and that we can make that happen. And that, that's an astonishing ability. But then it's going away from the now and then Eckhart Tolle would say, you've got to live in the now and think it's okay now. I think that's true. But, but still, I think what drives people forward is the fact that this will change, as yeah, indeed their lives will. Yeah, yeah. And so if good things are happening to you, well, that will probably change in the future. So enjoy what's happening because yeah. it won't stick like this. Yeah. And if bad things are happening, no, that will change in the future and things will probably get better. Yeah. So change is, is probably at the heart of, of what I do. Yeah. And do you give people tests, psychological tests, like when you meet them? Or are you always kind of analysing people? People say that about psychologists, yeah. but we're really not. Well, at least I'm not. I don't know. Uh, but I'm not... I'm not a Subconsciously, I guess everyone is, though, right? I think a lot of people are just thinking about themselves and they're not too worried about other people really? at all. Yeah, I didn't think I'd do that when I meet people. I try... must be a bit like you. I, I try and actually just make them laugh. Okay, I yeah. think laughter is, is underrated as a sound. Yeah. I think it's a phenomenal noise. How lovely is it when you walk past the room and hear people laughing? Yeah. So I, I try and make them laugh and try and make them smile. Didn't you do com- a comedy course or something I heard on your podcast? Well, I've, uh, I've done a comedy course. I've, I've done quite done. a few shows yeah, and I know yeah. a lot of comedians. Oh, because you also incorporated it into the magic as well, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah most yeah, magicians yeah. tend to try and do something vaguely humorous. Yeah. I'd take away the pain of the magic audiences. <laughs> no, magic is really impressive because you really have to drill it. Well, it's, you have to spend a lot of time on your own yeah. uh, practicing <laughs> again and again. And that's why they've got a reputation for all being virgins. Um, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I've never heard such a thing. You come to a big magic convention and that will confirm. They're banging left, right and centre. Your expectations. <laughs> Have you got any um, rules for living? Because you're very wise, I think. Or, or like what's helped you sort of, you've already given us so much wisdom. Richard Wiseman for a reason, am I right? Um, Do high five on uh, that. There we are. Please. I've never heard that before. No, really? I know. I know. As I said it, I thought, oh God, it's probably the sixth hundred time. But we've got to enjoy ourselves. Quick fire questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite agree. <laughs> Are you ready for the quick fire round? Even though you didn't give us your rules for living. I don't have got any rules for living. I think Oh, they're all going to be so dull, they're sort of living in the moment and yeah. and, and, and all of that. We need sort of reminding. Stuff. See, this is the thing. Okay, so I don't really have big rules like that. I just have in particular situations things to do. It's much more sort of tactical. And I always think we underestimate the impact our words can have on other people. Yeah. So I was struggling, this was about oh, 10 years ago, with a book that was not working. It wasn't working. I'd, I'd done a lot of books by then, so I knew this one wasn't hanging together and it was stressing me out because the deadline was approaching I phoned up a friend of mine and she said oh how's life and I said oh, I've got this book and it's not working and she said when do you think that's going to change and I said probably in about a month's time and she goes what do you think it'll be better in a month yeah I said I think I'll work through it. and she was getting me to give she, I gave her my own solution basically oh, so that simple question when's that going to change put me in a completely different wow. frame of mind wow Oh, that's so interesting. And and so that's what I'm a fan of. That that, that those kind of things we say to one another yeah. that changes somebody, nudges them in, in one direction wow. or another. Wow, I love that. And so I frequently use that phrase now with people. I think they should teach therapy at school, like teach people how to manage their emotion, mindfulness, being in the moment, how, asking questions like that to themselves. Because some people have got such shit home lives. Yes. They need tools to deal with it and we're not... T- yeah, it's one of the things I'm, I'm most passionate about. Yeah. 
is it's phenomenal. We teach kids maths and geography and all that, which is all great. Yeah. And then they don't know how to deal with, as you say, their emotions yeah. or relationships. And it's like middle class kids are fine because those parents are like learning, you know, to give them those tools and that language. Yes. And then the kids who've got loads of language to even describe their emotions versus the kids that haven't. Who's and also that? how to deal with failure, yeah. which is a phenomenally important skill. Yeah, and it's going to happen to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And and how you, and, and yet we don't tell kids, you know, how to, to become more resilient or whatever it is. Yeah. So yes, it would be a, a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for the quick fire round. Right. You've done ever so well so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Biggest mistake you've made. Biggest mistake. Biggest mistake. Ah, oh, see, I would reject the premise. I love that. That's beautiful. I've always tried to track down who wrote this. It's not my idea. Someone said if you've got a jar of, a glass jar full of bits of wool. Yeah. And you really like it. It's beautiful. You can't say, you know what? I don't like the blue bits, though. Let's, yeah. let's fish them out. Yeah. Because if you take out the blue bits, it changes everything. Mm-mm-mm. And that's how I look at mistakes. Yeah. You can't okay. fish them out and go, I just want the rest of it. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. They're part yeah. of the whole thing oh, i must have asked you that for a reason love it is gossip bad uh yes i mean there's a lot of psychology on that that, that what if you gossip about somebody what people tend to do is associate the negative traits you're assigning the person with you oh. i've got a rule on stage yeah because it's very easy to say negative things about well-known people and so on yeah. my rule is if they were sitting in the front row would you say it and if you would say it and if you wouldn't don't so is gossip bad yes if it's if it's if you mean negative gossip, um, then, yeah. odd, then it may well. It's like the the old saying that when you point one finger at somebody, oh, you've got, you've three, got pointing back. three, four. Uh, no, well, one. three fingers. Yeah, three and fingers. And the thumbs <laughs> in some sort of odd place. It could be pointing. You know, I'm back. not good with numbers. Three eighty, three sixty. You got at least three. You've got at it's least a well-known three phrase, but I'll I'll just come in with a few of my own ideas. And that's a great book idea. Three eighty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three sixty plus a little bit extra. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so it's bad, yeah. Well, in the sense that what, what you're pointing out with somebody else, other people often see of in, in, in you, basically. Ooh, I love it. Um, how do you know if you're paranoid or everyone does really hate you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely quick one. So, as a psychologist, mm. I'm fascinated by the way in which people behave. I'm not really interested in what they say very much. Oh. So if they want to be around you, then they probably like you, regardless of what they yeah, say about yeah, you. Yeah. And so I always just judge people on on what they do. It is the most straightforward measure of yeah. of how they actually think. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much. If people want to be around you, I wouldn't worry too much about anything else. Uh, well, that question wasn't for me anyway. No. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last question. If you were called yeah. Richard's Stupid Man, yeah. Do you think Which I frequently am to be honest. <laughs> colleagues. Do you think you will be so would you be so clever? And I mean that as a question. Um I think if your surname was Stupid Man, <laughs> which it's not one I've come across very much. Uh I think it'd be It'd bleed in, wouldn't it? It would bleed in. It yeah. would be hard. Yeah. Richard Idiot. Yeah. Please welcome Richard, Richard Idiot. Idiot. Yeah. It's like the the names wasn't there studies done. Listen, I'm not a scientist, but I'm sure there's been science, science studies done on. Oh, there has. There's been yeah. loads on labelling. Uh, there, there has, and and, yeah. and the effect that you and the idea that you sort of drift into the occupation that suits you, and yeah, and, and, yeah, it probably wouldn't be good but for your self-esteem. But I think your name probably has impacted in a good way on you. Yeah, maybe. Well, except it's a W, of course, which means that when your books are lined up by oh. alphabetical order, my books are always right towards your feet. Uh, down at the bottom. Damn it. Yes. 
So, you can go in and move them. I did that the other day, but I did knock a display over as well at the same time. So that was awkward. But you're an S. It's not quite so bad. It's not good. It's not good. No. I'm no. going to change my name to A. <laughs> Lou, <laughs> Lou A. <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You could put this music under anything. Now we're going to play the touch quiz. Right. Um, I don't know what that is. Well, it's um, you've got five questions. Oh, you'll be good at this. Mm. Five questions to think about what I'm touching is not rude. And um, I will give you some clues. Otherwise, it's very hard. Okay. And your time starts. It's actually not time. Are you actually touching something? No. No, it's just in my head. All right. But I'll think about it now, if yeah. that helps. Yes, please So I'm do. thinking about touching it. Right. Is and it a it's... pencil? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's not, but it's very good. <laughs> he doesn't believe in psychic stuff. And, oh, my God, he's nearly just got it. It's so closely related to a pencil, I can't even tell you. Right. Oh, my God, I'm shocked in my core. <laughs> It's just it's a kind of gift I have. It's the, this the, is insane. Yes. Oh, well, these things happen. Yeah. Well, it's not exactly a pencil. It? It's a pen lid. But you can oh, have that. Oh, it's pretty close. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Can we it's try just, that again? No, I can only do it one off. Oh, okay. It's just the one. So it happens about once a week, and that was Flipping it. Flipping hell. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's a magician. Yeah. And and I didn't ask you to write it down beforehand. No, you didn't. It was the I first. So, um, yes. Yeah, here we go. Like a... <coughs> hang on. <coughs> Like a bridge over cuddled water. This is for the next game. I've got it ready on my phone. But I want you to know that the phone is coming into play because Scroobius Pip, this is what I'm getting up, he does songs 
And you have to guess what it is. We replaced the song lyrics with word cuddle. You know, I'm going to be worse than bad at this. Mm. I have listened to almost no music in my entire life. Isn't that phenomenal? How and why? I'm just not really into music. Yeah, fair I've only been to two concerts. Yeah. I've been to see Elton John a few years ago who had the best opening line of any act I've ever seen. What was it? Came on stage. He sat down at his piano. He looked at the audience and he said, I've been doing this for 65 years. Here we go. I went into two hours of stuff. I love doing it for 65 years. Yeah. Here we go. And just went into it. It was very good. I saw uh, him and I saw Queen when I was was Ah. much, much younger as opposed to much, much older. Yeah. And they're very good. But that's sort of about it. So, I, so it's nothing. Do you know to, what? I'm going to get you a... So it needs to be really, really simple. Otherwise yeah, I'm, I'm going to get fail. you... I think you might know this one. Right. It's quite repetitive. Yeah, I've got the hang of it unless it goes somewhere. Yes. So he's replacing every word we cut. Yes, that's the joy of it. (laughs) Right. I see. Do you know it? I have no idea. Well, it was um, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream, that is what you are. I like Dolly Parton. Got issues with Kenny Rogers? Yes. (laughs) Have you? We're married for a year and it was one of the worst (laughs) years of my entire life. It wasn't the Kenny Rogers. Ah. Well, he said he was. But... (laughs) Well, okay. Well, you didn't win that, I'm afraid. Kenny Rogers aside. Dolly Parton's a lovely person. She's not for charity. Yeah, Everyone says so many wonderful things about her. I've never met her, but um, yeah, wonderful I, things. And people can tell she's a dream. Oh, I didn't even know what the song was. What was the song? Islands in the Stream. No. No. <laughs> never heard of it. No, but have you got any health complaints? Because I'll look it up with Louise. Oh, hey. I I've got a bad shoulder. Oh, okay. Which one, left or right? Uh, that's a good question. My left one. We're going to fix that. Thank you. Do you like my confidence? Um, yeah, I love it. Yes. We're going to fix that. Right. Heal it, your body, the book is called. Yeah, it's not even going to It's not even going to hurt. Okay. Unlike Sh- my shoulder. Yes, exactly. Shoulders represent our ability to carry our experiences in life joyously. We make life a burden by our attitude. Yes. And we all have niggles. We all have ups and downs. You've just got to say to yourself, I choose to allow all my experiences to be joyous and loving. Yeah, that and getting treatment for a trapped nerve. I think ah, it's the two things. Okay, the two things yes. together. Yes. Well, do in try parallel. a dual approach. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Now you said that, it's much better. Maybe say to the person who's dealing with a trapped nerve that sort of mantra yes. as they're doing it. Actually, I think they'd really, uh, would really benefit from that. Yeah. yeah. I'll okay. let you know how that goes. I um, won't text it to you, obviously. Uh, no, please do. I ho- I'm hoping that we can be friends, actually. Yeah. Oh, um, Richard. <laughs> of course we can be friends. I sort of feel like we could be. No, we could be. There's... I feel like there's... Yes. There's... Do you like rice pudding? Yeah, um, no, you don't. That's the I'm such a vegan, but a vegan rice oh. pudding. Oh, does that even exist? Oh, well, now she's asking. Okay, what can I ask? It's a nosy quizzy, but what were your family like? Uh, well, they still like it because they're oh, still alive. Yeah, uh, but uh, but when you were growing up, I meant more. I oh, didn't I mean. Oh, I didn't take a look at you and think, well, they must all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant more. I mean, when you were I'm only 25. Form- <laughs> it's just been very, very stressful. I meant more the formative years. I've always looked old. <laughs> Have you? Oh, yes. When I was born, I looked about 12. <laughs> no, I meant more the formative years. I see. 
Um, they were brilliant. They were very supportive mm. and always said, if it makes you happy, it's fine with that. Because I also wanted to be a magician, you see, when I was oh, very young, yeah. uh, from a very young age. And they said, that's absolutely fine. Where most parents, let's be honest, wouldn't yeah. encourage that. So they said that was all great. And they've always been very uh, encouraging. And also, they've never encouraged any kind of ego-y side of me. They've never sort of said, oh, you're amazing or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but they've always been deeply kind of encouraging of the weird things I've done. That's lovely. So, Have you got children yourself? No. You'd be such a nice uh, dad to someone. But well, then you can do it through your children's book anyway, so that's okay. And other people's children Yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. Which yeah. I do quite enjoy. What I yeah. enjoy is lying to other people's children. That is yeah. my favourite thing when I come around the house is I just lie for <laughs> hours, tell them stories that are not true, and then these parents are furious. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, you know, your mum and dad don't, don't love you. Don't love you. Yes, don't actually, your mum and dad, all yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the actual parents are furious. I don't I'd love to why. see his dark side, actually. <laughs> Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will, it's Alan Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Alan Button. Do you want a question from Alan de Botain before we finish? Yes. Do you like Alan de Botain? Yeah, yeah, we've met a few times and uh, he's a lovely man. Um, you can ask me to choose one of these. Yeah, Alan, pick a, a card, any card. Right, I'll take this and this one here. There we go. If you were a beaver... <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. It says if you were a beaver. It doesn't say it that. It does say that. Does it actually? Well, it says if you were braver. Ah. And I'm slightly dyslexic, so that's... Um, if you were a beaver, what would you be doing with your life? Mm. Have I got to ask you that? Damn, that's hey, good. Like? Very good, very good. <laughs> yeah, you have to answer me that, um, or the other one. All right, uh, okay. So if you were braver, what would I be doing with my life? Oh, my goodness. You're already brave. That t- question doesn't apply, unless it's Stuntman. You see, from a very early age, I thought I wanted to be a magician. I went to America to work in, in magic when I was about 19, and that changed mm. everything because I decided not to be a magician. Why? Because I looked to the lives of people who are actually doing it, and it's really hard just going around like weddings and restaurants oh, doing the same yeah. thing again and again, constantly yeah. on the road, and a lot of them are drunk all the time and so on. So I thought I don't do that, but I do want to do something that's, that's close and I'd read a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, yeah. Carnegie's book. And that was about psychology. And I thought, well, magic's about psychology and people are really interesting. So that's, that, that was this moment in America where I thought I will, I will do magic and, uh, and, and psychology. And, and then that grew into just psychology. And it's very easy in psychology to go along with flow and, and just do what everyone else is doing. And yeah. sometimes, at least to me, it wasn't very interesting. So I've always done my own thing, which is a type of bravery, yeah. intellectual bravery. It's not a physical bravery. There's a fight I'm running in the other direction yeah. quite quickly. So I suppose that's sort of brave. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how I'd answer it. Well, you haven't got any on... Like, you're doing everything you want to do. I know what I'd do. Yeah. Flying trapeze. Really? Yeah, I did it when I was 16, 17. Yeah. And I was very good. It was amazing. It's amazing. Because the first thing you have to learn is how to fall into a, a net. Wow. Which is really hard. So you have to learn how to fail. Yeah, nice. Because, yes, because if you bounce off an odd angle, it's even worse and so on. So you have to learn how to fail before you can learn how to do flying trapeze. And what I found out was all that stuff was so difficult, so, so difficult and very painful because you kept on getting bruises and so on. Then I found out that no one in our class got seriously injured because it was obviously all so dangerous. Yeah. Following next on in uh, circus skills thing was the clowns. They all came in and they're all getting chipped bones and things because they're all messing around all the time. Yeah, right. So I, I learned quite a lot about safety. So I think I would, yeah, uh, Maybe do I, I would do flying trapeze. Wow. What about you? 
Um, I did do a trapeze class in Highgate, like on a Tuesday night or whatever, and we didn't learn how to fall because it was very basic. It was like you you have to do a six-week course, and then I had this of elegance of a rhino, so it wasn't really for me. Yeah, I know. It was troubling because you're trying to do this dance really elegantly, and it's just like everyone... Do you know, like, sometimes I look at people in comedy and think, ooh, dear, like, why... Why are you choosing this path? It's yes. not a natural fit. Yes. And that was everyone looking at me in trapeze thinking, come on, love. That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, everything a, about it. was certain, just... There's a certain, yes. What would you be in the circus if you could be anything? Oh, you always feel a bit sorry for the clown, so maybe not the clown. I'd be the popcorn seller. Oh, that's nice, yeah. No pressure. No pressure, yeah. I'd love to be one of the dancers. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, the trapeze. I'd love to be the trapeze or doing gymnastics or acrobatics. Yes. But it's just not for me this lifetime and that's okay. From cradle to podcast, maybe the true listening is with our hearts. Quick one to finish. What's life all about? I think it's about this podcast. I think it is... Us chatting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I think it is just, this is it, this is the moment. You're only going to get one chance. I'm not yeah. a big fan of reincarnation. You're only going to get the one chance. And you only got this moment. We've got no idea what the future's going to bring. And it might be good things, might be bad things. It is just this. Yeah. So... Enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah, enjoy lovely. It. Thank you so much. I'm honoured that you've come on my podcast. Well, I'm a massive fan. Very, very kind of you to say that. And thank you very much and for inviting me. I will be recreating the rice experiment. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. So that was Richard Wiseman, and you can listen to his podcast, and it's very interesting. It'll become your new favourite podcast, Richard Wiseman on Your Mind, with the lovely Marnie. And you can get all of his books. Just look at Richard Wiseman's back catalogue. It's as impressive as it is wide. <laughs> That's what they say about my vagina. Okay, love you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.